if you've got a computer or phone handy, you might pull up a uh, graphic to look at as you listen to this forecast. Just go to the station's website, wortfm.org forward slash weather. And in the featured graphics towards the top of the page there, there's a number of uh, water vapor satellite views that might be of interest. You can poke around in any one of those, but I'll be talking about the wide view that has the North American continent and the Pacific Ocean in a moment. This past Friday, the 16th, marks the point in the year at which the average daily temperature finally gets up to 32 degrees. And ironically, actually, Friday was the first day in more than three weeks that we didn't reach 32 degrees. In fact, we went 24 straight days before that. This goes back to January 22nd, in which we reached 32 degrees or above during the daytimes. 24 days seemed to me like a pretty long stretch to be at or above freezing every day and you know, what we generally take to be the middle of winter. So I decided to have a look and see how often such a thing had occurred in the past. And as it turns out, the answer is precisely once. That was from December 16th of 2006 to January 8th of 2007. That was actually a stretch of 25 days. So that was the all-time record anyway, and uh, we almost beat it. Uh, Indeed, there's only one other instance in the record books of any period longer than three weeks running above freezing like this during midwinter, and that was back in 1944. So if uh, your impression is that we've been unduly warm this midwinter period, your perception is definitely not misplaced. And that made me think of another record. You might remember uh, back when Lake Mendota froze over back on the 15th of January, I mused that this year might possibly bring the shortest period of ice cover on record, given that we were in an El Nino winter and we had a relatively late freeze over. Uh, As it turns out, uh, this will not be the shortest ice coverage. That goes to the winter of 2001-2002, where we had only 21 days of ice cover. This year, we're now already past a month a little bit. 2002, however, was not the year with the earliest breakup of the ice cover, despite its being a fairly short ice season, or the shortest one on record. That was in 1998, actually, on February 27th, the only year in which the ice broke up on Lake Mendota before the end of February. So uh, while we've missed one shot at the record books, 2024 could still uh, reach another. Uh, We've got eight days to possibly achieve uh, a different sort of infamy by seeing the ice go out before the end of the month. Anyway, I'm not quite sure that'll happen, although uh, the thermometer will again be surging this week up into the 50s, possibly even towards 60 during the coming midweek period, so it'll be much like it was a couple of weeks ago. I'm not expecting any severe weather with a cold front this time around like we saw a couple of weeks ago, but by the end of the week, uh, we will have another Arctic-level air mass starting to at least edge into the area for the coming weekend, making this one uh, somewhat similar to the one just passed. This cooling will again be transient, just a couple of days over the end part of uh, this coming week. But still, I don't think we're going to quite see the aggregate warming that we would need to uh, send off the uh, lake ice before the end of the month. Have a look at the water vapor image of North America that I was mentioning on the station's weather webpage, and you'll see the continent bifurcated basically uh, almost evenly, as it were, between uh, upper ridging to the west and south and upper troughing to the east and north. Wisconsin is just to the west of the southeastbound jet stream dividing the two, at least by and large. The jet stream's diving off the ridge apex up in Alaska and down into the pit of the trough over the mid-Atlantic states. 
our position vis-a-vis the jet is one of the reasons that we're getting only just clipped by these cold air masses, which are being uh, mostly driven southeastward past us into the trough over the east coast. Our position uh, in relation to the jet, as it has on a number of occasions this winter, also puts us on its uh, generally subsidence side, where downward motions tend to dry out the air column and make a conducive environment for the ingress and maintenance of surface high-pressure cells. Indeed, rightward uh, circulation off of the surface high pressure over the eastern plains down into the Gulf of Mexico is expected to suppress the return northward of any low-level Gulf moisture uh, from here out to at least mid or late week. So the little storm that's going to be passing us to the south on Wednesday out ahead of the coming cold front uh, will not be producing, uh, I don't think, much more than cloud cover as it goes past us to the south here. In the meantime, the approach of the upper ridge to our west over the coming few days, or at least a portion of it, will warm temperatures out through Wednesday. And the warming will be driven in part by a low-pressure development out on the plains to our west, which will uh, be veering our winds southeasterly and south and southwesterly through the period. The low-pressure circulations themselves will uh, try to ripple northeastward or eastward, but not find a particularly fruitful environment here for deepening. Wednesday evening's circulation will be the only one that really holds together, and so far the model consensus is confining that one to our south down through central or northern Illinois. And without the moisture involved in it being able to really curl around the north side of the storm very much into the area of lift in the uh, deformation zone on its northwestern side up where we are. So uh, all in all, a pretty nil week of sensible weather coming up. Will cool as we get out into the weekend, as I mentioned, uh, about to similar levels as this past Friday and Saturday before warming again then next week. There does continue to be an, uh, an interesting-looking wave crossing the continent on the longer-range maps out in the early part of next week, Tuesday or Wednesday, the way it appears, which looks like our next credible shot of precipitation. And there continue to be hints on the longer-term uh, forecasts of a cool-down as we get out possibly into the beginning of March, possibly from another disruption of the polar vortex again, as we saw back in January. So we'll see how that ends up playing out. Anyway, if the lake ice survives February, it is possible, and I guess we could eventually see an ice fishing season. Don't hold me to that. Anyway, back to today, the uh, cirrus that's currently streaming overhead from the northwest from the warming taking place out over the northern plains will continue through much of the daytime period. So that'll, I think, cut into temperatures slightly, but I still expect to see low and possibly mid-40s by afternoon. Uh, Winds will be uh, light southeast to south at uh, 3 to 7 miles per hour. The skies will clear more overnight tonight, allowing the temperatures to drop into the uh, upper 20s on continued southeasterly winds at 3 to 7 miles per hour. Tomorrow, fewer passing high clouds and slightly more robust southerly winds, which will come up to 8 to 10 or 12 miles per hour, should allow temperatures, I think, to reach 50 As those uh, winds start to veer more southwesterly, they may uh, begin to entrain enough moisture in addition to heat to hold us above freezing as we go overnight into Wednesday. Uh, Increased cloud cover will result from that as well, and that will also help keep the temperatures up overnight. And then Wednesday will be uh, a little bit of a tough call in terms of high temperatures. That will be due in part to uncertain sky conditions and winds. Uh, I think we can perhaps eclipse the 55, which is our current high temperature for the year, if we uh, stay relatively clear. But light southwesterly winds on Wednesday will not be helping. Those winds will be veering west and north late in the day, 
Clouds will increase then as we go overnight into Thursday, but with ceilings, I think, remaining generally pretty high and uh, little chance of precipitation, which I think will be confined to our south in Illinois. And Thursday will be cooler then under the influence of breezy northwesterly winds, uh, not much cooler, down in the low or possibly even still the mid-40s that day. Temperatures on Friday will be confined more to the uh, probably just the mid-30s. Now, it's a little uncertain how cold we're going to get as we go overnight and into Wednesday, on Wednesday, into Saturday. Since this round of cooling, like the last one, will be mostly shunted off to our east, but low 30s on Saturday will likely be followed by warming temperatures again on Sunday. I'll have a better idea about the upcoming weekend and perhaps be able to preview the uh, storm that looks to be coming in the early part of next week on the Wednesday evening news forecast between 6 and 7 p.m., so do tune in for that if you can.